Hi, everyone. Welcome to Arthritis at Home. My name is Cheryl Cohen, and I'm with Arthritis Consumer Experts, who hosts this fantastic in-home educational program. We're so happy to be here again uh, with uh, Parkash Rags Ragsdale, who is a licensed pharmacist with over 25 years of combined experience. She has lived the world in academia. She has been in leadership positions in not-for-profit, the corporate world, in the regulatory arena, in primary care environments. You are looking at Parkash Ragsdale, pharmacist, ph pharmacy educator, uh, regulator, all things pharmacy. We're so happy to have you back. Oh, I'm, I'm happy to be here, Cheryl. As you know, Parkash, we want to talk today about the very important journey that a patient goes on, especially a patient like myself, for example, with rheumatoid arthritis. You know there are many different types of autoimmune arthritis um, and many other autoimmune diseases that fall outside of arthritis. And when you say autoimmune, the, 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 the lay title that lies behind it or underneath it is something I'm gonna live with my whole life, mm -hmm. right? Until yeah. we find cures. And so along with that is something that a lot of patients when they're newly diagnosed don't really wanna face, which is I'm gonna come into the healthcare system and I'm gonna to have to build a healthcare team and I'm gonna to have to learn along the way with my healthcare providers how to manage that team. The pharmacist plays a critical role in the journey of someone living with um, a, a lifelong chronic disease such as rheumatoid arthritis. And so Prakash and I audience had this great idea to talk you through what this journey looks like and the role that the pharmacist plays in supporting us, in helping us uh, navigate perhaps back to a physician or not, uh, cheering for us when we meet with victory, laughing with us, you know, when something silly happens. The pharmacist is really the most approachable, if you will, the most contactable person on our healthcare team. I don't necessarily need to make an appointment to go in and see Parkash, whereas I may have to wait several months to mm -hmm. see my specialty physician. So, you know, we wanted to talk to you about this journey today. At the very earliest stages, we're busy trying to figure out who the heck is who on our healthcare team. We're being sent to a specialist, someone called a rheumatologist, navigating from our general practitioner, family doc, to that specialty physician, the nurse practitioner who may be involved in that, um, and, and other specialists. And, you know, when we see each of those people, inevitably we're handed a script. Mm -hmm. And in the case of your area of expertise, it involves a script for a medicine. And there are things that we need to know about and are best learned from you. You know, my, and I'm using this in a generic way, my pharmacist. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you may or may not want to spend time with the pharmacist in your community, but I'm going to tell you, it's probably a good idea, especially early on. And Parkash is going to just talk to us about some of the things she's going to do for me in that early part of my journey. When you walk up, you know, I might've seen you with some other scripts, but not, not newly diagnosed with RA. So when you come up, you know, 
I have to figure out like uh, what's going on with you. So typically um, I'll ask you, you know, have you had this medication before? Is it new? And you'll say, oh, it's new. But then you, you also, the way you're, the way I can tell that things aren't right. There's something up, you know, you, you can tell when someone's not feeling well or, um, and so I'm, you have to be really careful because I don't know what I'm, what I'm dealing with at this point. Absolutely, right? Parkash. And I remember clearly that day you're describing, and I was the most vulnerable, I felt the most vulnerable I've ever felt in my life. And I was a wreck and I waited in this huge long line. I was 27 years old. It hurt like hell just to stand in the line. So by the time I got to the counter, I was a bit of a mess, I would say. I'm trying to provide insight on what's going on on the other side of the counter, you know, as a pharmacist. And and the other thing that happens, like, look, you know, you're seeing these different prescribers, you know, between your GP, maybe an NP, your specialist, you're seeing them on different days. You're coming to me on different days with these scripts. Um, and so I, you know, it's, it's hard to know because they're all on different days to always trying to paint that picture of what's going on, regardless of when you come in, I check, um, Farmanet, like in British Columbia, we're very lucky to have a system that has all the meds that you had filled in British Columbia at any community pharmacy, it'll be there for me. So I can tell what's been dispensed for you. What's the, what's been filled and, and dispensed. And so um, by checking that, I can check against the prescriptions that you're bringing in to me. And that's another way for me to know, okay, you know what, these are new medications, you've never had them before, or maybe the dose has changed or, oh, that's interesting. You know, this drug was prescribed by your GP where the specialist might have prescribed, uh, started you on some meds, but now the GP, it seems like the GP's taking over and changing the dose here and there. So we're just putting this, you know, the pieces of the puzzle together. Um, and I can't assume that all these prescribers that you have are communicating and coordinating with each other before they write those scripts for you, right? right. So I have to rely on you to tell me as well, you know, tell me, what did the prescriber tell you about this prescription today or what's going on? And so it helps me when you fill in some of those gaps and then my job is, uh, and if I have to call the prescriber for more information, I'll do that. Um, but I have to take all this information, use my medication expertise, which we have the most pharmacists, to fill that script safely for you. Right. So I am not prepared, if you're newly diagnosed, to rush, 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 because I can tell you want to like get out, get out, get out. I am going to check with you. I want to say, Cheryl, you know what? Is this a good time? You just stood in a big lineup and I have to go through these things. I need to check a few things. You provide me with some. Like, are you okay waiting? Or do you think, you know, maybe you want to go wait in your car. Maybe you want to come back. Um, maybe I have to arrange a, a delivery to you with a follow-up phone call. So I have to work with you. So right. I, I'm not sure what's going to work, right? But there's yeah. a lot going on. You know, I just love that you're sharing all of this, Parkash, because it's kind of like a finely tuned athlete, you know, at the Olympics. We see them run down the track and win a gold medal. We don't see the 10 years of training that went into becoming the person fast enough to win the gold medal and in the Olympics. We don't see the years of training that you've gone through standing at that pharmacy counter. We don't know 
your professional code of conduct. We don't know what are by training the things you need to do to make sure that you're protecting our health first and foremost, and then working with us to best use the medication you're filling so we can walk out and try to be as happy and as well as possible. So I wanna thank you for telling people that there is a whole process that goes on behind the counter we will never see and know about without discussions like these. Well, and, and you know, Cheryl, that's, first of all, I have to take care of you, right? Yeah. And then, and now I have to set myself up for success so I can take the time to do the things that I need to do. Right. That no other person that you've been to can do for you. So I have to make sure that, that what these prescriptions that you're getting for the first time, I have to make sure with all the other meds you might be taking on Pharmanet and anything that you might be doing in terms of oh, the over-the-counter medications, because as an RA patient, you're doing a lot of stuff on your own to, yeah. you know, whatever meds you're taking and whether it's pain, anti-inflammatory that can pick up on yourself, the whole herbal vitamin. I don't know all the other practitioners you're seeing. So I have to get all that information from you. Make sure that the new drugs aren't interacting with any of those. Yeah, I have to check the dosage, right? Is the dosage, I have to make sure like methotrexate, you know, weekly versus daily, like how toxic it can be if we get that wrong. Yeah. Not because someone intended to write it daily. They meant to write it weekly. It's just, we check for that. We find those mistakes. We know methotrexate is so toxic. It can do a lot of harm if the dose is wrong and it's written incorrectly. Yeah, it does. It does a whole heck of a lot of good when used properly. Yes, but we have to check the dose, right? Yeah. We're going to make sure it's right. Yeah. When we see medications like methotrexate, um, we need to make sure that, oh no, there's a prescription here for a biologic. Oh my goodness. Like I sure hope when I put it through the system, like the billing system, that the special authority was done by the specialist. It was approved on the other end, you know, by the, by the ministry. And so another thing that we have to be thinking about, because we want to make sure it's safe. And we also know we don't want to create a drug therapy problem where you can't afford it. And now you're without a drug. Yeah. Um, and we also, you know what, there's so many people, oh my gosh, they're given like a prescription is written for a biologic and they've never given themselves an injection and they're afraid of needles you know, I have to also be thinking about like, how do I support you with that first? Absolutely. Right. And think about how you just felt long lineup. I I'm not feeling very good now, by the time you get to me, I just want my prescription. Let me get out of here and think about all the things I'm thinking. And I, I just feel that I have to set us up for success so that I can do these things for you. And I think it's so important for people to know, right? This is what, these are the thought bubbles that go through pharmacists' minds, right? Yeah, and you know, Parkash, uh, it, it obviously doesn't all, re the recipe for success doesn't all rest on your shoulders. Of course, there are things that I need to do to get ready to have this successful partnership with you in those early days. I need to go to the pharmacy when I'm not in as much pain, when I have better rest, and when I'm feeling more patient, when I can get a ride there, if in fact I'm having challenges uh, driving myself, which is often the case uh, in a disease marked by mobility challenges. Um, so there's all these things that are also gonna help set me up for success 
with you. And I'm saying to our audience uh, here, you know, sometimes um, Parkesh, we, it, it's the grab and go thing, mm -hmm. right? Well, I just give it to me. Well, patience is a virtue here. It's a tired old phrase, but I'll use it. With your pharmacist, patience is a virtue because when you nurture that relationship in those early days, you will develop a shorthand sort of relationship wise with that person, just the way you do, you go on to do with your rheumatologist or your physiotherapist, your pharmacist is, is in it for life with you. And, and that early journey, that early part of your journey um, is where you really kind of write the rules, so to speak, you know, where you really set the plan uh, with, with, with you, the very important healthcare team member. One of the things that, you know, has been offered across the country and pharmacies is that you can book an appointment, book an appointment, and we call them, you know, a medication review, um, because, you know, chances are, if you're newly diagnosed, you've been on other medications as well. Yes. And it gives us, it gives a pharmacist a time away from the, that whole, you know, the lineups and that where you can just be walked into their um, consultation room sit down comfortably and you know they can prepare and have all your kind of your history that we have on you um and you know we can when you're over the phone you can let them know about the meds that you're on and we can have sort of things organized so that when we sit down in this appointment-based um you know uh service that we can offer i think it'll be more comfortable much more engaging for the patient the patient can feel more supportive and it's done on a time that works for both people i want to sort of take us in our journey to this place I have been before. Uh, and that is a, a time when, of course, I need a refill, uh, when I might not be doing so well again. So I've kind of crested the mountain and been victorious, and now I'm not so victorious. What is it that a pharmacist can do with someone who is who is experiencing uh, not the best of times. And, and talk to me, Parkash, about how you would deal with the person like me, just beyond, oh, I need a refill. Even just if it was a refill, there are things you do, the things you say and care about for people like me that matter in my journey with disease once I've learn to live with it a bit better once I've developed my relationship with me. Describe what, what happens in your world with someone like me who is ongoing maintenance or someone who is lapsing into what we call in my world a flare. You're starting to live with it. You're starting to get the meds and the dosages worked out and you feel you're able to manage um, living with the RA and medication is one way that's helping you and you're doing other things like you said the physiotherapy and other things that that are working for you the whole team yeah when it comes to the meds and you're living with it and you feel you're somewhat stable um even during that time when you come in for those refills and you think oh yeah you know they're just giving us the pharmacists are just giving us what we've always had it can't be that hard well i want to let you know what we're looking for during the the refills that you're getting is we want to ensure our monitoring of the meds is that 
is that medication working effectively for you? And so we check, we check our, uh, our system with the list of meds and we wanna make sure every time you get in your refill, did you fill it on time? Were you, were you early? Did you fill it on time? Are you not filling them? And so we'll talk to you about that. Yeah. Because we need to know what's going on. Because You're not just trying to be nosy, Parkash. No, 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 no. We need to make sure that there isn't an issue with why these refills are not being done on time. But typically, you know, people are doing these things sort of regularly. Um, it's usually not an issue, but if it is, we talk to them about it. Um, the other thing is uh, we want to see one thing with what we know as pharmacists is that what's written on the prescription by any of the prescribers, but what you're actually doing could be completely different. Right. So we, we do something uh, where we call it a uh, best possible medication history, where we take the time to ask you, how are you taking each one of these meds? What time of day are you taking it? And when you tell us that, I know the doctor told me to do this, but actually what I'm doing is sometimes I'll forget my injection here and I'll take it here or, you know, I'm actually splitting that up. And, you know, and, and so we, so now we're thinking, and you, you won't believe the things that are going through our mind. Like, Oh, oh no, I can believe it. <laughs> <laughs> we're thinking drug therapy problems, drug therapy problems. Um, but, you know, we, we maintain our cool, we're kind of neutral. Um, but like I said, I'm here to tell you on the other side of the counter. And, and, and in that, we may find that maybe your uh, medications aren't working as well as they can because of how you've chosen to take them, not right. as prescribed. So we'll work through that. Uh, we also want to know, people don't, you know, you, you, we, we have to earn the respect and the trust of people. And when we do, they'll tell us that they're actually skipping doses or they're sharing it with somebody else because they're so expensive, um, why they're not feeling it. And it's just a oh, heartbreak. Oh, Parkash, oh. I can tell you stories. You know, because we're a patient, we're a grassroots patient-led organization, People tell us stories. They don't tell oh. our doctors. I can tell you that much. And, oh. uh, and we, we say, geez, you know, you should go back and talk to your doctor or your pharmacist about that. Oh, and we do what we can to help. Like if it's a special authority, we're in there calling. If it's a problem with private pay. So that's a drug therapy problem for yeah. us. And, and we do, when someone tells us that we we do what we can it's amazing what pharmacists know and how they can navigate through these um, billing systems when you trust us we also will ask you um, especially with RA patients um, we'll ask you you know are you comfortable sharing your um, like in British Columbia your my e-health lab results because when we can see your lab results that's a great way for us to let you know if the drugs are working effectively they're not too toxic or they're you know in the right therapeutic dosage range um, so important for us because that helps us also with um, communicating with the, the rest of your healthcare team. And then you give us consent and you have right. access. If you signed up for my eHealth, like who wants to wait? You know, when you want, you're right. I feel like someone like you, you would have your, you'd be signed up for my eHealth. I've got my parents signed up. They want me to look at them with them. Tell me what, you know, tell them in Punjabi, what does it mean? You know, they're learning more about lab test results than ever before and it's just yeah. great to see them they feel empowered so you know these are things that go through just when we're giving you a refill where you're well, just that's like, like, oh yeah that, that's all the stuff in the maintenance phase for crying out loud and I never knew about any of it 
well, you know, here you're thinking you're just getting a refill and they're just feeling the same old thing. It's like, oh, no, no, here's what we're thinking. <laughs> and, and now, you know, when you show up and we know you and you're telling me like, wow, something's up and, you know, it, um, tough days. What we usually find out is, um, you know, that you're waiting to go see a doctor. You have a delay in the appointment or um, because it's different because it's all over the province, right? I'm not just talking about, you know, people that are so fortunate to live in the lower mainland where they have access to specialists and appointments and walking right. clinics. You know, our rural areas in British Columbia, people are waiting a long time to see a specialist or they might not, there might be, you know, the physician shortages that we're dealing with. And so, you know, what happens is doing these flare-ups is that, you know, some in pharmacy over the years, I've seen people come in where, because I've worked up in the north, I'll see people that they're, they're not even diagnosed with RA, but I suspect it. And I feel like they need to go see somebody. Yes. You know, I'll, I'll see somebody that, um, you know, they, they, they with this R, when they have a flare up, I, I can't do anything. I, there's things that I could do. I'm trained as a medication expert that where I could help with initiating prescriptions and, and taking responsibility with those in terms of, you know, looking at the lab results. But because I don't have the authority to prescribe, I can't initiate prescriptions for you. You know, and, and this is crazy because our pharmacist peers that are in Alberta can initiate prescriptions. In the UK, you know, pharmacists are initiating prescriptions. And so, you know, my hands are tied, you know, I can't help you. And in these areas where there's physician shortages, patients don't have access to walk-in clinics, there's a delay they need to see someone yeah. um, just to get diagnosed or they have a flare up, you know, it's really hard as pharmacists when we're not given the full authority and to practice to our full scope to really help people. So, you know, um, you know, there's some things that we can recommend in terms of, um, you know, in terms of, you know, maybe there's some over the counter medications right. or, you know, maybe someone, their biologic quit working for them. Maybe they're needing that cortisone injection. Like there are just some things we can't do because we can't initiate something and we can't prescribe it. And, you know, so um, it becomes very, but you can, because of your training, the years of training, you can be the observant one and you can raise these conversations. I think with your patients across the counter, if, if it's a, you know, community setting car cash, and, and that's of huge benefit to us because sometimes as a patient, you know, you don't really realize you, because a downward turn or trend in wellness for us, it's rarely after you get used to your disease kind of, I don't know that we ever do get used to it, but sometimes the decline is so gradual, you don't know it's happening. I'm Whereas sorry. with you, you'll see me oh, it's time for the script renewal. It Four months have gone by. You're seeing me in a four-month block of period, and you're going to more readily see this decline even sometimes than maybe the patient themselves will. Well, and that's, you know, and that's why I think, you know, making sure that the medication's working effectively, because you, you need to be reassured that is it the disease or is it my meds? And right. as pharmacists, we can help you with the medication piece. Like, 
Did you start taking something else? Is there another prescriber involved? Maybe you're seeing a naturopath. Maybe you're, you decided you're going to take a break from the, the, the meds from your rheumatologist and try the natural course. And maybe, and so, you know, we're the ones that are able to have that lens and look at the medication, um, you know, the medications that you're taking, trying and experimenting with or changing dosages. We can create, we, we can talk to you about it. You trust us, you tell us that information and then we can bring that to your attention. Maybe that's part of what's going on. Yeah. You know, yeah, can, I see yeah. you guys as being these great forensic scientists, like informationally, you yeah. are. You're piecing together all of these things through, as you say, that 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 pharmacy, pharmacist lens and saying, what's what's what piece isn't fitting here? What piece is missing here? Um, and then helping us, you know, kind of understand that and then yeah. helping us or powering us, if you will, uh, to take to take action. When you think of the characteristics, Parkash, of a patient who walks up to your pharmacy counter, what are the human characteristics I might bring to your counter that might best set me up for success in my relationship with you, but also in my journey with a chronic disease? I, I think it's really learning to know you know, are you speaking to a pharmacist? Because there's a lot of different people that are working in the pharmacy right. that support the pharmacist. So make sure you look at the badge. Are you speaking to a pharmacist? Okay. And then when there's multiple pharmacists working, because community pharmacies are open, these, you know, long uh, extended, pretty much, you know, seven days a week. And Mine's open till midnight. Well, exactly. So yeah. when they're open, you know, there's multiple pharmacists that can work there. And you'll find that, you know, the relationship that you have with the pharmacist is your relationship isn't with the, the building, the pharmacy, your relationship is with the pharmacist that has a name badge, you know them by their name. Um, and there's somebody that, that you can come to and you can ask for them by name, you can you find out when they work or don't work, or they can also create amazing notes um, for the other pharmacists on the team. So then together, all the pharmacists on the team you know, they can, that person, your person, that your pharmacist person can coordinate the others to make sure that this is what this person needs. And that happens today. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, for you. So think, characteristic one is trying to be a good communicator about what's happening to you. Yeah. So they can put notes. Like, yeah. I don't want, you don't, I want snap caps, you know, like, don't, don't give me hard to open bottles. Um, you know, I want my medication. I don't want to come in, you know, three times a week or three times a month because my prescriptions are expiring at the different times and my refills are all not synced. You could say yeah. to them, can you get it organized so that I can just pick up all my meds on the one time, reduce the trips to the pharmacy? Like, why do you want to come into the pharmacy with COVID going on? So yeah. you could ask them to do that and, and they will do that for you. It's so simple for them. Um, if you feel that, you know, when you come in and you actually want to, you want to bring in your lab results and you want to, you know, have them look at different things, don't walk up and expect them to drop everything. Yeah. Appointment that I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. So and, being organized is another one. So you like yes. organized patients. Yes. When you're organized and you're, you have all the information and you reveal everything that's going on. It's okay. very difficult 
when you're not getting the whole story, the whole picture of the OTC, the over-the-counter meds, any natural stuff that you're working on, we don't judge. Right. You know, when do you walk into a pharmacy and feel judged? You don't, you don't feel judged. So, but that takes time. You can't tell people trust your pharmacist. Like you, you in general, yeah, we know. You build trust. You build trust. Yes. So make sure you talk about and list all the meds. And if you don't, if you can't pronounce them, you then bring then bring them in a little brown bag. I just take a picture of them. I take a picture of them. Yeah. Bring in all those meds, whether they're prescribed or not, because it's just as important. Right. I mean, you're right. Being organized. If you have lab results, bring those in. Um, write down your questions, right? Write down what's important to you. Because if we know what's important to you and what you like, what's bothering you the most? Like, is it the, the, the not what, like what medication can help me? So when I wake up in the morning, I feel like I don't have the stiffness or, you know, what can I do? Because I want to be able to take, you know, my grandchild for a walk or be able to you know, whether it's mobility, what, you know, there's, because there's pharmacies, like we have, there's that, you know, are, they have so much information about yeah. all the mobility aids and, or, you know, so I think there's things that a pharmacist can do and it's, and it's all called about optimizing your drug therapy, but we can't optimize it, it optimize anything for you or help you unless we know what are your priorities and what is it that you want? You have to drive the conversation and then boy, can we ever help? Yeah, no kidding. It sure sounds like it. So those qualities, again, uh, trying to be the best communicator you can, being organized, uh, being prepared, which I think are slightly different um, in some ways. The hardest one you've listed is is the is being transparent and i'm not suggesting people yes. aren't open or honest but what happens when you do that parkash as a patient is you're exposing yourself to vulnerability right you're you're showing your vulnerability when you're talking about something that's really having at, at many times a very negative impact in your life either physically in terms of your health your psychologically or psychoemotionally mm-hmm. And, and these diseases um, that are chronic are not things that just uh, happen at home. They happen when we're recreating, they're happening you know, when we're trying to get into relationships, they're affecting us at work. So it really is, you know, you're kind of opening up Pandora's box a little bit when you open up to a healthcare provider, particularly a pharmacist. And when you talked about this booking an appointment thing, that really, I've just really hung on to that one in my head in the work that we do here at ACE because um, what we hear more often than not from people that have a a pharmacy or a pharmacist that they're seeing regularly, that that's their pharmacist, um, they, they feel they don't have the time and space or there's no privacy. And so the privacy thing is a big one. And we're here to tell you that the space might not be the consultation space for product ensures privacy may not be the most glamorous space available mm-hmm. in my pharmacy. It's actually the office of the person that owns the pharmacy and we sneak away in there and, you know, he closes the door and we have a really nice conversation. That's okay. All I want is the space and the privacy yes. to be able to show my vulnerability as a patient 
And I, and I think this vulnerability is most present, obviously, at the beginning of the journey when I'm first trying to start my relationship with you, and also during a time of, of trouble, of flair. Um, and so you've talked about so many things in this conversation that I don't think a lot of people kind of know. And you have this professional code of conduct. Your, the, the things you're accountable for, not just to the patient, to the pharmacy, to the, to the college, to the government. Like there are amazing number of things that are going on behind the scenes that we as patients just uh, don't, don't know. Well, we know about them now, um, but don't maybe fully appreciate when we're in the pharmacy. It helps us so much when we have that time in that private space, we have to wait for someone to want to tell us yes. the information they want to tell us. But when you do, we learn so much from you. We can't do it alone. Like we know things, but now that you know things, you've been living with the disease, you're on the meds, you know more about those meds individualized, well, how they work for you, how they don't work for you. Cause you didn't just get to get there overnight in terms of stabilizing these dosages and the medications that you're on we need to learn from you because yeah. the more you teach us about that then we don't have to just think about what can happen we're like wow we know what's working for Cheryl what's not so when then our conversations and our this therapeutic relationship that we have we can even help you more but only by you being in the driver's seat now right because what like there's that newly diagnosed and we're doing the refills but the opportunity is when we can flip it and you're in the driver's seat and it's up to you how much it's up to you for how much we can help you. But we have to learn from you because, you know, drugs are studied population based, but you're an individual standing in front yeah. of me. And now it's my turn to learn from you based in based on all the population studies, you tell me, what is it like for you? What can I do for you? What the, do you the, like the proverbial N of one? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's a person, right? And that's what pharmacists like every day we're, we have, we don't know who's going to walk up, but we're prepared and we're ready to listen. And we recognize the environments that we work in and they are getting better every year. And there are pharmacists and they are doing appointments. It's just people just don't know enough about yeah, it. And yeah. Well, oh, wow. I sure I sure hope, Parkash, that this fireside chat uh, is going to be helping people better understand the incredible um, skill set, but beyond that, compassion and empathy that pharmacists bring to their profession. And I am really fortunate to be able to. Uh, see you a couple of times a year in in the teaching at UBC and seeing some of our bright rising uh, PharmD students coming through and boy oh boy they pay such close attention to everything going on and they're very thoughtful people they're very um, you know they're humans and I think that's as you know it's one of the messages I give to them every year is be human in your practice of pharmacy uh, because it pays dividends, actually. It will get you that information you're looking for from your patient when you appear to be a real feeling, thinking 
human, not just someone, you know, ticking off the, the list of responsibilities you've got to dispense a medicine. Yes. Prakash, uh, I know you have many other things to do with your day. Um, you are such a gift, I think, to the world of pharmacy, but also to us patients. Uh, I know we're going to get flooded by messages. Our, our feedback at jointhealth.org is going to be loaded with where, where does she work? I want to have, I want her as my pharmacist. <laughs> well, they're so, we're, we're a great profession in pharmacists. You know what? You just have to ask. My yeah. gosh, they're yeah. there. They're there for so, you. So there you have it, uh, people. We're really blessed to have spent this time with Parkash at Arthritis at Home. Ace will be providing you with some reading that you can do on how to best develop your relationship with your pharmacist. Um, we're so thankful for your time and we really hope that everyone enjoyed this conversation uh, and, uh, and that you go out and, and lead your best life possible and, and trust in your pharmacist. It's, it's, a, it's a really valuable, the, that pharmacy person is, is a, an important player on your healthcare team. So Parkash, thank you so much. We hope to see you again on Arthritis at Home. And to all of you, see you later. Be safe, please.